Hi, everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. Yeah, I'm Emily. And I'm Stephanie. Happy to be back joining everyone. Yay! Yay! That's right. Stephanie is joining us this week, and she came up with our topic for today. Okay, so today we're going to build our ultimate versions of Disneyland. We can include rides from the past, rides from other Disney parks, and even rides we'd like to see. Ooh. And I thought this would be a really interesting topic because I think all four of us have kind of started our Disney journey at, at different, during different decades, during different times of our lives. You know, for example, I went as a small child uh, back, you know, I'm, I'm old. So I went back in the day and versus, <laughs> versus, versus Emily and Jennifer, who've been more recent Disney fans. And I know Zen didn't go until he was a little bit older as well. Um, what what you know, did so you go? When was, when was your first visit? Do you think? Well, if you want to get really technical, my very first visit to Disneyland, there's a photograph of of my mother during the summer of 1971 with my older sister in Dumbo. And my mom is massively pregnant with me. Like, like she's ready to pop. (laughs) (laughs) That is my very first picture. Um, And then there's another photo of me where I'm a very small little toddler and um, it's with my mom and my aunt in a teacup. So I, I grew up, I, I mean, Disney has just always been yeah. a part of my life living in Anaheim and, and, and growing up. So um, my first I'm memories unclear. of Disney. Oh, I was going to say, I'm yeah. unclear. I think the first time I went was either 74 or 76. Okay. Hmm. So hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So similar time, similar kind of around mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So awesome. So. Anyways, yeah, no, no, no. So we got people started in the 70s. We have people. Jennifer, when did you visit first? I first went. So both of my parents are huge Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm fans. So I went, I think, when I was a few months old. Mm-hmm. And my sister, too. Like, I think I forget. I think maybe like around nine months. I've, I don't remember what my mom said. But yeah, basically, as soon as she was you know, well enough. And as soon as she was like, okay, you're, you're like sturdy enough. So it's probably safe to take you. Then they went back because, you know, like she's very much like me, like she can't be away too long. And so (laughs) right now this pandemic is killing us because we're like, we miss it so much. But yeah, so um, yeah, so I was there like, uh, probably 84, maybe. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah, cause I wouldn't have been a year old yet. Yeah. So, and then, but I really don't remember much of anything until like maybe 88, 89, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. So yeah. Okay. Next up, Emily. Next, okay. next up is Emily. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my brother is almost seven years older than me. So he, my parents took him to Disneyland um, when he was younger growing up too. And then uh, I think they had the same idea as Jennifer's parents. As soon as like I was sturdy enough and like my brother was still kind of in that like Disney young child, like really loved Disney phase. They took us. So I probably went when I was a few, like maybe 
year, less than a year old as my first time, but I don't remember it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say like getting my Disney pass or something like that was probably 2000, 2001 that I re- remember, like the trips that I would have remembered was when mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. five, four or five. Emily, so we are you, all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, do you remember DCA not being there? Do you remember a time when DCA was not there? I remember not necessarily that it wasn't there, but I uh-huh. remember that one day we went and I was like, why are there letters over here? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so I don't necessarily remember it not being there, but I remember uh-huh. that it came out also, of nowhere to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. That's great. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Stuffy. I I interrupted your because I, no, I interrupted this, your opening, but I just wanted some, to see where when we came in because of your question, your your yeah your it, opening. That's why I thought this would be a, a really interesting discussion because we all have different perspectives, and I think that um, coming into Disney, our first time at Disney, kind of affects what 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 we think. Um, would be like the ultimate Disney park. You know, I think we're going to have different perspectives on it. So I thought that would be kind of cool to, to talk about that. So um, who wants to start? Do you want me to start or do you want Emily to start? I want to hear Stephanie. Yeah, I I can like build off mine from yours. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, what Stephanie said. (laughs) um so i kind of went through the park kind of land by land and talked about what i would um change or keep or so i'll just kind of start and just go through so let's start on main street when you first uh walk into the park and the first thing i would do is uh there was a restaurant it was known as the egg house and it's on the very corner where the um showcase uh, store is at the moment. So it'd be on the, as you pass, um, kind of the, where the Christmas tree usually is right there, that, mm-hmm. that whole town square, it would be over there on your right hand side, kind of where the parade comes out now. Mm-hmm. Um, so between the Mad Hat, Mad Hatter and, um, the parade routes right there, there was okay. a restaurant. It was a sit down service, full service restaurant on main street. And it was called the egg house. And it was, um, they changed the name of it. It was called Town Square Cafe back in the 80s. Um, and then they finally got rid of it. But it was cool because I just feel like Main Street needs another, like, sit-down restaurant to be served. You have, you know, Carnation, which is great. But, um, like, I just feel that we need another restaurant there. Um, the other thing I would do is inside of uh, Mr. Lincoln, they used to have a replica of Walt's office in there. And it was really cool because you could kind of see Walt's office and what it looked like. And it was just like a small replica of it. And I always thought that was cool. So I think they need to bring that back. Um, moving on to Tomorrowland. And, and I think everybody knows this is this is my my passion. Whenever we have we have discussions, Tomorrowland always comes up because this this still, even with Galaxy's Edge, this still is my is my favorite land. Um, I grew up hanging out in Tomorrowland and just have a ton of memories of Tomorrowland. And I don't think this is any surprise, but the first thing I would do um, is I would bring back the people mover because mm-hmm. I absolutely oh. love that. Yes. The Disneyland Yay. version, not the Disney World version. Like, yeah, Disney <laughs> World's version isn't as cool as ours was. It's, yeah. It's There's something about it that's just, it's not the same. It's too fast. It's too... Um, 
it's it's like more high tech, which is good because I, I think it functions better than ours did. But it just doesn't have it's all on, it's all like in covered because of the rain and Florida. Um, it's good. I mean, I every time I go to World, I go on it probably five or six times when I'm there just because I can. But um, I would I would definitely bring back the people mover. Um, Jennifer, I know you're going to get behind this second second thing I would bring back in Tomorrowland, and that's Captain EO. Yes. Um, one of my faves. I don't think I need any further explanation on that. The other thing is the Starcade. I don't know if any of you remember the Starcade. It was an arcade that was up above the shops. There's, there's bat, they expanded the bathrooms now over there and they, it's stroller where the stroller parking is now next to the, um, the Star Trader. Oh yeah. Above there, there was an escalator. And you would, the whole thing, the bottom part of that, which is like shopping now and strollers, the bottom and the top part were a big arcade back in the eighties. And it was cool. You could go go upstairs. Um, They had air hockey. They had, they had a huge wall of like Tron video games up there. Um, They'd always swap out for like the latest and greatest video games and, um, I think it'd just be be kind of cool and nostalgia to do something like that. Um, you know, you could have other like other more high tech games in there. You could even like have some competitions or something for for the younger folk who like to compete and you know do esports or whatever. Um, so that you could you could make it more of a like a family. And it was great because it was air conditioned in there. So if you just needed to take a oh, break yeah. or like. <laughs> Like, you know, like us kids were kind of, you know, like you're just like overstimulated. So you just go in there and like you play a video game and then you then you're like fine to go walk around the park after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What are they doing in that space now? Because I, I feel like when I walk past there, there's like a little window that you can kind of see mm-hmm. remnants of it. But is, are they is it doing anything right now or no? They are. The so the top, the top part of it now is part of the queue for Space Mountain. They put they right. put Q in there now. Um, but if you look down, if you're in that line and you look down, you're going to see kind of a blank space at the bottom of that. They're using that now for special events. In fact, mm. in fact, I was supposed to go to a special event there um, the weekend after the whole pandemic shutdown thing happened. <laughs> so uh. <laughs> I would have had more info on what that what they what they're doing to like transform that space for special events. But but uh, I've got nothing on that. But they had I something for May the fourth last year. They had like a little Star Wars, like mm-hmm. you could wait in line and then do a little photo yeah, op or something. I think they're they're using it for meet and greets. That's a good point. They're using it for meet and greets um, when they have like special ticketed events and stuff. If there's something in Tomorrowland, they've had characters in there. Mm. It's not a very big space, but at least it's kind of open space to be to be used for something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the next the next thing on my list is extremely controversial, and I know I'm going to have. Uh, a ton of people who are going to totally disagree with me on this and probably probably hate me um, for this next suggestion, but I want to get rid of the subs. Um, I just I don't know with that. <laughs> the, the subs have they have they have had their time. They have had their time. Um, I also think in this you know post COVID event that 
especially being locked up in a tin can with strangers for, I don't know how long that ride is, 12 minutes, whatever that is. I'm just thinking not so much. Um, so what I want to do with that area, though, is I want to take the subs out, and I know Zen's going to agree with me on this one, and put in Aquatopia from Disney Sea in that space. Yeah, there you go. Um, the other thing about that is there's the old motorboat dock that kind of bumps up next to yep. that area. We were just talking there. about that. And they could, yeah, 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 they could. Yeah. They could actually expand expand that, and then um, you know maybe just kind of reroute things or do something do something kind of fun with that, and use that that space that's kind of wasted there. Um, the next thing I would do is I would change Autopia. I would make the track shorter. And I would do, you know, latest and greatest cars. I mean, I'm, I forget Bob Gurr, please forgive me. We, we love, you know, <laughs> we love the cars, but maybe he could design a new really cool car for us. You know, I think Bob would be yeah. up for that um, to design something and, you know, maybe work with Tesla or um, just a self-driving type of, of kind of fun, almost like test track where you build your own car design kind of thing fun thing and then you get to test it and drive it but on a like just on a shorter track um for um for autopia and then the other thing i would definitely add to um tomorrowland and this i know it's coming to um magic kingdom in florida but i love tron I know, I know um, none of you have had the experience to go on Tron yet, but believe me, when you do, you're going to love that ride. Um, it's just, it's just fun. It's, it's just, it's the fastest, the fastest launch. The launch is even faster than, than on um, um, Incredicoaster. I almost, I almost said screaming. I had to stop my How <laughs> I always call it screaming. Um, yeah. And then the other thing I want to do is launch bay. So as you know, Launch Bay, prior to Launch Bay has been a couple of different things. It was Innoventions, um, it was America Sings, it was Carousel of Progress when it was first built in the 1960s. I feel like there needs to be a place in Disney to kind of honor some Disney history from extinct rides. Hmm. I feel like there's there's no place where you can go in Disney and really like, oh, wow, that was an old ride. Yeah, let me experience it. Because I don't really want to necessarily put back some of these old rides. Like, I loved Adventure Through Inner Space. I absolutely love that ride. But I'm not going to sacrifice that for Star Tours. You know, like, that's just not, like, I don't think people would ride it enough. I don't think it would have the same appeal that it did back then. But I, I really want a place where people can go and maybe experience this, these old rides, old attractions in like a virtual reality format. So you could I've go in there. And, that's very cool. Yeah. That'd be you so much fun. There. Yeah. You could go in there and you could like, watch you could Mission Mars. You could, even. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. You could rotate it out if you wanted to. You could, you could have stuff in there for a year and then switch it out with another, you know, former ride. Um, but just like a cool place for people to just go and sit and be like, you know what? I want to watch the Country Bears show because I can't watch it here at Disneyland. I have to go to, to Tokyo or I have to go to Florida to see the Country Bears. And it won't have the same effect because you won't have the, the animatronics that are live there. But I think it would still give people some just some 
history of Disney and so that that maybe when, you know, when parents talk about a ride that used to be there, that then their children could also experience it through through a digital format, too. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I got it for you. What if we set it up kind of like uh, soaring over Cal or now soaring, right? And have Mm -hmm. 3D movies that it actually, you know, it's because a lot of them are tracked rides, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you could have like a movie theater. Uh, Well, and I was thinking about even bringing back the whole rotational thing. So, you know, you're, you're, you're in a theater and it, it, it rotates. And so maybe you, you get to um, do different things while you're in there, you know, so Mm. it's, it's this show and then you rotate to the, another show and I don't know exactly how they would do it. This is all, you know, this is all dreaming this is all armchair imagineering here, but um, just something fun like that, that would, that would be that would be cool to put in there and we could relive the America sings, which I miss a lot. And, um, and of course the country bears, I would also bring back the skyway, but I would do it. I would do a new version yes. of it. That's, that's, like the, that's like the gondolas that they're using now in Florida that are um, like a little sturdier. And yeah, it's just like a bird's eye view over everything. It's just, I miss the skyway. I really do. I feel like I'd be too scared to ride it now. Like when I was a kid, I absolutely loved that ride. And now I don't know. I can't even do the, the like kind of ski lift thing at the OC fair. Like my husband and I go on it sometimes like, well, maybe you won't be afraid this time. And then we're like, nope, we're fine. I went on a very scary. Closed ones. Yeah. These would be enclosed. These are a little, well, hopefully a little safer. Um, To your point, Jennifer, I went on a very scary, um, ski lift kind of thing in uh, Jamaica last year on our Disney cruise. And we were, we were going over trees. That's how high we were going up in the mountain. And yeah, yeah I, was, I was getting a little anxiety. Like I was like, <laughs> and, and you know, it's, you're in a different country. You don't know how safe these things are. Like there's no, there's no Cal OSHA in Jamaica, you know? So I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, um, but I would bring that back. The other thing I would do at the entrance of Tomorrowland, the rocket jets, those, oh, those, yeah. that orbiter, that, that sucker needs to go back where it belongs, right up top there, where it belongs above the people, above the people mover. And that would open up the entrance and make, make it a nice big entrance. Um, I would also, the, the Buzz Lightyear version that we have here is terrible. I would bring in the version from Shanghai into that, into that space. Mm-hmm. And I would also bring back live bands to the Tomorrowland Terrace stage. There's just no reason to not have any form of entertainment there at all. They've tried different things. You know, they had um, the um, Jedi Jedi training Academy there. They had, they had, and that, that can go into, into galaxy's edge, which it should, but they need to put bands there. They need to put something there. That's what it's for. It's a stage. It should be used. All right. Um, Moving on to fantasy land. This one's going to be controversial as well. I would replace the whole Pinocchio and Snow White, both of those rides, get rid of both of them. No. Okay, here's why. But here's why. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Pinocchio. I, I th- That ride has always been a little disturbing to me. The story's a little bit disturbing to me. Um, so I'm not a fan. But I think what they could do, which is already partially there is we already have the red rose tavern right next door so 
why not just convert that whole thing into Beauty and the Beast and do the Beauty and the Beast ride that I think is coming to, I think it's coming to Tokyo. Mm -hmm. They're getting that really cool ride with it, with the cool um, animatronic in it. Um, I want that here. I don't want to have to, I mean, I love Tokyo, but I don't want to have to go there all the time. I want to, I want to to be able to drive 10 minutes away and, and, and go on it here and then turn the restaurant into be our guest. Uh, kind of the version that they have in Florida with the the service that they have there with, they have the lunch service and the dinner service. Um, they serve breakfast there too, I believe now. So I would do that. And then with getting rid of Snow White, I would add the Snow White um, mine train over where the, um, well, I'm going to call it Videopolis. I know I'm dating myself, but over where the magical map area is now on that whole plot of land over there. That's where I put that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we still have a presence of Snow White in the park and it's just the mine train, which is just an upgrade to that. Um, storybook, you know, that ride is near and dear to my heart because I've worked it for many years. Um, I would update it. I don't want to get rid of it. I think it's a classic. I think it needs to stay. But in the version in Shanghai, which is called Voyage to the Crystal Grotto, if you if you ever see some footage of that, the the scenes that they have there are more modern. So you have you have um, one of the scenes you have in there is Mulan, which is really cool. And of course, it's China, so that makes a lot of sense. But mm-hmm. even in some of the other scenes, you have water effects, you have motion. They're not necessarily animatronics. They're they're pretty rudimentary motions. But when your boat stops in front of this, like a fountain will go off, or something else will happen. So I think that upgrading the technology could really work there. There's also an entire section of that, <coughs> excuse me, that area that's this, they call it the giant patchwork quilt. <laughs> it's, you guys, I think everybody knows where it is. It's on the back, the back half where you're coming back and it's, it'll be on the left-hand side. And it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of desert plants. It's a yeah. bunch of nothing. That's to me, that's wasted space. They could be totally doing something clever and cute with that. And I know the Casey Jr. runs right through there, but still they could do something with that. Um, and I would upgrade uh, the Peter Pan. I would upgrade it to the Shanghai version. Um, the Shanghai version is amazing. And the, the cars are a lot bigger. You can put, there's two seats, it's two rows. So oh, wow. the, boats, the pirate boats are a lot bigger. And you can um, you can add add that back in. Is it longer? Because that's what ours needs. Um, yeah, ours is too short. Bit, I believe it's a little bit longer. Now, again, you know, space, whatever. But um, that's what I would do to. Oh, the other thing I would do to Fantasyland, and I don't know where this would go. <clears throat> the pirate ship, the Chicken on the Sea pirate ship. I love that pirate ship. You yeah. could go and walk around in there. You could uh, not that I was into tuna sandwiches and I still am not, but um, maybe they could serve something healthier now, or maybe they could actually serve chicken, <laughs> but um, that would be fun to have that back. All right, moving on. Adventureland, not a whole lot of area here. So not much you can do here. I would bring back the Tahitian Terrace. Does everybody know about the Tahitian Terrace? No. Okay. The Tahitian Terrace is where the Tropical Serenade is now. And um, it used to be a 
really a dinner show, if you would. You, it was, you could do lunch or dinner, but they had, it was a sit down and they had a stage in there and they had um, Polynesian um, dancers. And so they had, it was a performance and they had fire dancers and it was, it was almost like going to a luau, but being, being inside of Disneyland doing this. Um, they had a fantastic menu. It was just a really good show. And um, I loved it. And um, it was really cool because it was, it was outdoor, but it was kind of like off to the side area. Uh, I miss that. The other thing for Adventureland is I want the Mickey Mouse pancakes back at the River Bell. I miss the Mickey Mouse pancakes. <laughs> they serve them over at Red Rose and they're not the same. They're just not. They're Mickey-shaped pancakes. They don't, <laughs> they don't put the fruit on there. They don't put the powdered sugar like they used to. They don't decorate the little face. Um, River Bell doesn't even serve breakfast anymore. They did for a while in sit-down style and then they stopped. I miss their breakfast. They had a good breakfast. They had a really good breakfast and you, it was never that crowded. You could just kind of walk in and get your, get your tray and get your food. And then you could go sit outside and kind of watch people coming in and sit by the rivers of America and just kind of take everything in. And I miss that. Um, the tree house. I just want to, and nothing against Tarzan. I love the movie. I love Phil Collins. But I want the Swiss Family Treehouse back. I do. I just do. Uh, moving on to New Orleans Square. All right, this one's going to be controversial as well. I know. <laughs> I can't wait to hear some people's thoughts on this. Um, does everybody know about the Court of Angels? Mm -hmm. Of what the Court of Angels is? Okay. I want public access back to that. Yeah, me too. It's such a pretty area. I, I got to go in there, you know, I, I had, the, I had the pleasure of, of going to uh, club 33 back in January, which was amazing. But walking through there, I thought, wow, you know, there's only a handful of people who get to see this now. And I really feel like it was a very special place. A lot of people took their family photos there for the holidays. Um, there's just a lot of memories, memories of that area. And I really feel that they, I know why they did it and I understand it. I don't have to agree with it. Uh, but it'd be nice to just be able to open that up and let everybody back in there. Uh, and then pirates. The I love our pirates. I mean, the Shanghai version, hands down, is amazing. But I like our classic pirates. Or I don't, I don't want to get rid of it. Um, what I would love to see, though, is the redone battle scene. So if they, mm. could, if they could do some things to the battle scene, like what they've done in Shanghai, that would be incredible. That would just be amazing. I don't know that we could do like a 360 turnaround like in the boats like they do in Shanghai. But again, in Shanghai, where you're going through both of those pirate ships and the battle is literally going on right next to you is just amazing. So I would really love to see something like that. Moving on to Frontierland. And no, Zen, I am not getting rid of the river. So <laughs> it's fact, safe. Get rid of the boat. No. In fact, I'm bringing back another boat. I, another would like to bring, I would like to bring back the keel boats. I would love to bring back the keel boats. Is everyone familiar with those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I we actually did a keep kill, not keep kill, correct? A resurrect or forget on those. And okay. I think didn't we all vote to keep them gone? <laughs> oh God! I forget. Yes, yeah. we did. Oh. I think that was when we had David on, and we were like, "Oh, no. they killed those. They killed those for the best. <laughs> killed the keel boats. <laughs> they killed the keel boats. No, I'll keep the keel boats." And then I would open up the fort on Tom Sawyer Island. Uh, the fort used to be amazing. You could go run around there, and um, it was like a, a, a there's playground and stuff. So um, all that. Um, all right. That's all I have. I didn't. I didn't touch uh, Critter Country or Galaxy's Edge, really. Um, but I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so thorough. <laughs> I my my plans were very all over the place. I did not do it by land at all. <laughs> but um, should we save this for another time? Maybe we could do another podcast. Yeah, should we yeah. take a Pick quick on break? Quick future? break, and then come back and like assess Stephanie's <laughs> ultimate Disneyland. <laughs> Good plan. Okay, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top Ten Public University. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Okay, welcome back everyone. So Stephanie went through like almost all the lands. I think you said you didn't just didn't touch galaxy's edge and um, critter country. Right. So I, I could, if I wanted to, but, but <laughs> for, for <sake> of time. <laughs> yeah. So what are everyone's thoughts on the old Stephanie's ultimate Disneyland? I see a lot of nostalgia playing into it. Like definitely with Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's nice to, I, I do think it would really be a people pleaser to bring back the people mover I think, you know, it's it's great for not only um, it's great for all ages and it gives you something to look at that is not at ground level. So that would be really cool. Um, I think it's probably one of the more doable ones since I know, you know, there is space limitation. And yeah, I think out of everything that you mentioned, I would absolutely love to see people move her back. It's too bad. I think it's fine, but you have to get rid of that damn riverboat. No. I really liked your idea of, I think it was, was it the launch bay to like kind of make it into like a historic or uh, not even historic, but just to showcase other old, old rides and current rides, but in other parts of, of the world was mm-hmm. that what the idea was i really liked that yeah because um yeah space. yeah and i i in my plans i wanted to bring back like the interventions um mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. but i didn't know like how to update it mm-hmm. because necessarily the interventions in there are not necessarily all up to date um, right. yeah so i really liked that idea that you had to just like make it kind of like all the rides old new all like accessible in some way 
showcase new rides. You could showcase new rides that are in development too. Yeah. I mean, they kind of do that with California Adventure, and that's usually a pretty popular spot, I think. In that little blue blue sky sky cellar. cellar. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. I like it. Nice. All right. So now we have our work. You call it nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) That would be interesting. I wonder. That'd be kind of funny. It's like, okay, we're taking out this ride. Let's move it over to the other park, you know, like. And if you notice, I didn't really take out too much. I kind of added things back because one thing that I think is important to note is Disneyland is not a museum. You know, I, I miss, I do miss the old rides. I would love to, to be able to experience those again, but, but it's a new audience. It's a different, right. I mean, children who are going today, who are growing up with Disneyland, they want to experience characters that they know and that they love, and they want to have their own experiences as a child of going to Disneyland. And I would never want to take that away from a child because I know how I felt when I was a kid going there. So mm-hmm. if we can have a balance of, of, of what's there, what's still there today and add in a couple of things or bring back things in a virtual reality environment for people to still enjoy, then I feel like we have the best of both worlds and that that stuff's always going to be changing in Disney. I mean, who knows what we're going to lose next in the park? Um, we don't know. We don't know what's on the chopping block. Um, you know, Mr. Toad, people don't know who Mr. Toad is. That that ride could very well go away because nobody knows who Mr. Toad is anymore. No, it's okay, um, no. It, it went, I know, right? It went away in Florida. It could hap- It very well could happen here for a, for another um, princess ride or something that's more popular with, with children of today. So you just don't know. So, you know, appreciate the things that are there while they're there. Film them while you're there, while, while they're, they're up and running too, you know? Right, totally. Yeah. Okay, so I think we have our work cut out for us for I our know. plans. Sorry, so, like our template. <laughs> we just right? fill it in. <laughs> so we will ponder that. And for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu/slash podcast. You can find us on, oh, that was weird. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We love to hear from you. And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. You can find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.